Heavenly Father, we want to thank you so much for the opportunity and privilege to be in ministry. We ask, Lord, that you will guide and direct us. May everything that we say and do be used to give honor and glory to you and to spread our wings as we go out using Jesus' method of reaching people, making friends with our community. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I was um, in my first district in Gaylord, and I was really blessed with a fantastic health ministries director who every spring and fall, she was doing a New Start program. And it seemed like every single time people were coming to this program, there were people who already had diabetes, triple bypass surgery, uh, going through all kinds of health problems. Most of them were older, gray hair. And I thought, man, if, if these messages, powerful messages could be given to young people, we could stop this, right? So how can we get this, the message, uh, the special message that God has blessed us with into the hands of, in, into the minds, more importantly, of young people? So as I'm praying about this, God says, why don't you start a triathlon? Now look at me. Do I look like triathlon material? No, you don't have to answer. <laughs> but uh, so I start looking at triathlons in Michigan. And most of the triathlons are in big cities like Lansing, Grand Rapids. But there's a lot of popularity with triathlons now. A lot of uh, kids are being involved with all kinds of um, sports events like this. And Gaylord was a town cl close to Camp Asable. Anybody know where Gaylord's at? Um, and it was a community that really loved sports. Big football team, basketball, you name it, they love to do sports. So in the summer, we thought, with our Vacation Bible School, when we advertised Vacation Bible School before, we had you know, maybe four or five kids from the church show up. But trying to get anybody up from the community, I mean, it was hard and, and just really happened. So I, I shared this with the church board. I said, I'd like to do a triathlon and it's not gonna cost you anything. It's a youth ministry that um, we, can, we can get kids to. And they're like, well, how in the world are you going to get kids to it? I said, well, we'll offer them a free bike. How are you going to give them a free bike? That costs money. And if you offer all the kids in Gaylord a free bike, you're going to have all kinds of kids coming to this program. So, you know, they were a little leery. And I said, well, I'll go to the businesses in the area and ask them if they'll sponsor a kid. If they'll sponsor a kid for $100 or two kids for $200 or five kids for $500, um, we can do this triathlon. So they said, if it's not going to cost us anything, we all, unanimous vote. We got everybody on board to do the triathlon. So um, I made a little brochure and I'll show you what it looks like. And I took this brochure door to door to all of um, the businesses in my community, which started getting me in, in good shape because I had to walk all over the place. And, you know, if you're going to the business owners in your area, who wouldn't like to have more business owners in your church? Would that be nice? And for the very first thing for a business owner to know is you're the pastor uh, or you belong to the Frost or Gaylord Church, Seventh-day Adventist Church, and you care about young people. Wouldn't that be a nice thing for the business owners to think about your local church, that you care for young people in your community? So that's what I told them. I said, we care about the health of our kids in our community. We wanted to see them exercise something more than their thumbs. So they all got a you know, laugh out of that. And I said, we want to give them all a free bike if they will train with us. And I said, well, that's pretty cool. So if you turn the page, you'll see here's how it works. 
If they sponsor one kid, they'll get bronze sponsorship and we'll put their, um, the name of their business not only on our brochures for the next year, here's our you know, sponsors, but we'll also put them on the back of our t-shirts. And then we'll make a big poster uh, on the day of the race that says, thanks to our sponsors and we'll list all of our sponsors. And so I thought, well, this is good uh, PR for them too, right? I get to help a kid by sponsoring them uh, with a triathlon, but I also get my name recognition out there. So um, the first year I raised uh, $3,500. That was pretty good, right? So um, what we did was we told the kids who came, they, they were excited. I, I asked the kids the first day, there was 36 kids who signed up. 36 kids, I mean, these are all kids from our community. Not, that's not counting our church members' kids. And uh, they came there and I asked them, how many of you want a free bike? What do you think happened? All the hands go up, yeah, we want a free bike. All right, good. So you're going to exercise with us every week for the next, at that time it was eight weeks. So we did an eight week program. If you come every day for that eight week program, and it's just once a week, we did it on Sundays um, in the evening. And so if you come every Sunday for the next eight Sundays, you'll get a free bike. So, man, they were excited. But you can imagine, it's summertime. People want to go on vacation. They want to do something, camping or something on the weekend with their family. And so by the end of the summer, we had about 20 kids who qualified for a free bike. But we got a picture in the newspaper of 20 kids getting a free bike from who? The Gaylord Seventh-day Adventist Church. Why would they do this? Because they care about young people, right? And how much did it cost the church? Nothing. It didn't cost them anything. One of those families um, wanted to know more about this church. Can you imagine? These guys just gave us a bicycle. We want to get to know them a little bit better. And um, he became, uh, he got baptized. His wife got baptized. His two kids got baptized. And then... Uh, he became a deacon of the church in Gaylord. Isn't that pretty cool? That's really cool. So, uh, what's that? So, how does this triathlon work? Let me let me look. We're going to back up a little bit and open it up. And um, the first thing I had to do after I was able to uh, get our sponsors was. I had to assemble a team, and you need about six people who can help you, two for each division. There's three divisions, and over here you can see on the right-hand side of the uh, brochure what the divisions are. Six to eight-year-olds is our first division. They do 50-yard swim. That's basically one lap. They do a two-mile bike ride, and then they'll run for a mile. And second division is ages 9 to 11. They do 50-yard swim, four-mile bike ride, and a mile-and-a-half run. And then our third division was 12 to 15-year-olds, and they do 150-yard swim, an eight-mile bike ride, and a two-mile run. It took about an hour and a half to two hours to finish the race. Not too bad, right? Every time when we came to train, um, we, we had them separate into divisions. They met with their division leaders. There were two leaders in each division, and their job was to be their cheerleader, right? So you don't have to run with them. You don't have to swim with them. You don't have to bike. All you've got to do is take a timer and time them. This isn't a race against each other. It's a race against themselves. So they're trying to beat their last week's time. 
And we would do two events each time we met. So we would do a bike and a run or a run and a swim, but um, we wouldn't do all three until a week before. And then we'd do a trial run of the whole thing so everybody knows exactly what's going on. And then we would, uh, on the race day, we of course go the, through the whole thing. And, and each week we would give them, here's what your last week's time was, here's what your time is this week. And so they love to see that feedback and see their, their improvement. And uh, at the end of the triathlon, um, they all wrote thank you letters to the business owners, which of course, you know, the business owners, we took lots of pictures and showed them, here's what, um, here's what they did. And here's the thank you letters from the kids. And next year, when I went to ask them for donations, what do you think happened? Pastor EJ, oh, so glad to see you. Wow, you know, they were very eager to, um, to help us out again. Not hard at all. I didn't have anything explaining to do, right? They already knew who I was. I already showed them. Here's the results. I gave them some um, appreciation with the cards from the kids. And you know, it's a good thing for the kids to do too, right? Show appreciation for the things that, uh, that they get. So how much work is this? It, it's really uh, pretty easy. Here's how the kids register for the event. They go to signmeup.com and all the registration is done there. So they give their parents' name, they give their t-shirt size, they give their email address, phone numbers, their address, everything. So how many phone calls do I have to take about registration? Zero. Signmeup.com is a free website. So um, when we put this on our Facebook page to say, hey, we're going to have a triathlon, come sign up, we point them to that signmeup.com website and all that work is done. When I want to know who's on it, I go to signmeup.com, I download the file, and here I have a list of all the kids who've signed up. So the next year when I do this race, what do I do? I've got 36 kids already from last year. I will email them about next year's race. And so a lot of my work that first year really builds momentum for the next year and then a year after that, right? Does that make sense? This is a race that is about having fun together. It's not about a competition. And what I like about um, this race is when I started out, I was a little nervous because I had never seen that many kids coming for an event the church had done. But I thought, I've got to, at least I have to do is I have to pray with these kids, right? So the first year I prayed with the kids and I felt like, ah, oh, I'd done my Christian duty. But the next year the Lord said, you know, the kids... Even in their public schools, the, the coaches are praying with them before a game. So, you know, what, what good is it doing for you if all you're doing is praying with them? So the next year, I started writing some, um, some health talks for the kids. So not only were we sharing with them the eight laws of health, and here's one of uh, the ladies who was helping us out in the Gaylord Church. She would make smoothies for the kids, or she would bring some kale out of her garden, and she would have them try some samples, and um, so we give them a health talk. The third year, I moved down to um, this area. So I've got two churches, Frost and Ithaca, and they both decided, yeah, we'll do it. So now instead of one triathlon, I'm trying to juggle two. And um, in that year, I raised $10,000. So I went to banks, and the banks, they were really cool. Some of them who, most of the banks, um, were able to sponsor a child, but those who didn't said, well, we've got a bunch of water bottles. Could you use water bottles? Sure, we'll take your water bottles. So we gave kids free water bottles. Um, there were other businesses who said, you know, we've got product that you can have, but 
Um, so we took any kinds of donations that were available. The hardest part really was trying to get volunteers to help out. So once I got two volunteers for each division, it, it, was, a, it was a piece of cake. After that uh, second year of, of going through the, the health talks, God said, you know, so you're doing a health talk, you're praying with the kids, but I still felt like I wasn't doing enough to reach out to them. And so then I started attaching a Bible story along with the health talks. And the church members in Ithaca, their, their mouths kind of like dropped to the floor like, oh, you're telling them Bible stories? They're all these kids? And there was, um, at this point, there was 50 kids with all their parents there, right? So you imagine 50 kids with moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas, and they're all around, and I don't have a PA system. And so I'm shouting stories of Samsung and stories of Abraham and telling them how you know, it relates to our health. And, and they loved it. Uh, not all the kids, you all were surprised, not all the kids knew the stories in the Bible, but they were, for the very first time, by coming to a triathlon event, they were learning these Bible stories, and that was pretty exciting. The next year, God said, you're still not doing enough with these kids. What else can I do? I'm telling them Bible stories. I'm praying with them. I'm giving them the eight laws of health. God, what else can I do? So he said, well, after the event, um, during the event, you can do uh, a picnic with the kids. And so we started you know, in the middle of the triathlon, we'd say, all right, next time we meet, we're going to have a picnic with you guys. You just come, we'll bring the food. So that was a little more work because now we're preparing food for all these kids. But what is that doing? That's letting them know we've got great tasting foods that they can try. And um, some of them, some of the parents said, we want to help. What can we bring? Which was great because then I could say, you bring the watermelon, you bring the strawberries, you bring the grapes, right? And then they could con contribute. And it was a good way for us to really kind of get to know them, right? A little bit better. God said, you're still not doing enough. So I said, all right, what do you want me to do? And he said, I want you to go visit those kids after the race is done. So I knocked on the door and I asked the kids, hey, kids, remember me? And they said, yeah, you're the guy who gave me that bike. Oh, cool. All right, well... Um, we've got some other things we're offering too. We have a vacation Bible school that's coming up. Would you like to come to that? And some of the kids um, were Pathfinder age. And so we asked the kids, hey, we've got a Pathfinder program. Why don't you come check it out? Here's the night it is. It's a great kid. Uh, it's a great program, friendly for kids. It's kind of like Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, but we get to talk about Jesus in this program. So uh, that was fun. I talked to them about uh, our Pathfinder program. And then I offered them a Bible study. Now, I found this fascinating. About 80% of the kids who I asked if they would like to take a Bible study, after you give a kid a bike, they'll say, sure, you're the guy who gave me a bike. I'll take a Bible study. So it was, it was a great way. What is the fantastic, what's the best part about ministering to kids? Is when you're giving a Bible study to young people, who else is listening? Mom and dad, right? Mom and dad's listening. And so Pretty soon, as I'm knocking on, you can imagine, um, about 30 doors for just our one triathlon in Frost, um, I couldn't keep up with, with 20 Bible studies. And so I, I started asking my church members, can you help me with these Bible studies? And some of the church members said, I've, I've never given a Bible study before. What am I supposed to do? I said, no problem. It's just with kids. It's a piece. All you do is you tell them a Bible story. After you tell them the Bible story, you go through this lesson with them. And um, it takes just about a half an hour. And I, I got a, a bag full of prizes from the dollar store. So if they would memorize the books of the Bible, if they would, 
if they would read their lesson before I got there, guess what happened? They got to pick something out of the dollar uh, prize box. And so the kids, they loved coming, right? They, they loved it when I showed up and I brought the prize boxes and we had our lesson together. And the parents were shocked, like, wow, I can't get, get my kid to sit down and do his homework, but he's sitting down with you and he's going through the Bible study. What's the difference? Parents say, go do your homework. But I'm sitting there with them, right? I'm helping them through the Bible study. And, um, and we've got prizes every time we're doing, doing it too. So uh, it's a lot of fun. This is a powerful way to really reach your community, not just because you're ministering to families, but I'm also ministering to the business owners in my community, right? And who wouldn't want to have more business owners visiting your churches, right? Um, and this was, this was a prayer that I was praying hard. Lord, how am I going to reach um, the business owners in my community. I, we're reaching the, the poor because we've got a community center where we, they can get free clothes or we've got a food pantry where they can get uh, free food. But um, we also need to minister to everybody, right? We need to be able to minister to all social economic classes. And so um, as I started reaching out to uh, the business owners in the community, I got to know a lot more people. And they got to know us, which was really cool. I got to know um, some of the clubs in our area. Anybody know about Lions Club? I became a Lion member uh, because of the triathlon, right? And in that Lions Club, there was the school superintendent. The mayor of the town was in that club. So I got to know the leaders in that community, and those leaders got to know about us. And so when a Lions Club member passed away, I was the only minister in the Lions Club. They asked me, hey, will you, will you say a prayer? Will you do something to help us? Remember our, our, our colleague and our friend? So um, it really opened up so many doors. Um, Kiwanis Club became a great, anybody familiar with Kiwanis? Kiwanis reaches young people in the community. It's kind of like Lions Club, but their focus is on reaching young people. The Kiwanis Club said this was, is our favorite event of the year. They came, they volunteered, right? They said, how many, how many do you need? And I, I told them, they came out, they passed out waters, they helped kids cross the street, they, whatever I asked them to do, pump up tires for the, the day of the race, adjust the seats, they were a great help. So the triathlon really opened up so many doors uh, for ministry for me, and I'm, I'm really grateful for it. This is the fifth year that I'm doing it. I'm still learning. I've never done a triathlon myself. But, um, you know, what's amazing about God is when you put yourself in his hands and say, God, I'll do whatever you want me to do, he'll take you through the steps to get it done, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm encouraging you. Um, in your churches, if you're thinking, man, I don't know, I've never done a triathlon, I can't do anything like this, if you will say, Lord, I will, I'll do whatever you want me to do. I want to see more young people in our churches. Do you want to see more young people in our churches? Yeah, this is a great way. You're not going to see more young people in your churches if you're not ministering to, to young people, right? If you're not reaching them where they're at. So um, one of the things I love about this is that they're training with us now for six weeks. So as the kids are exercising, I encourage as many church members that can to be there because while the kids are exercising, what are mom and dad doing? 
they're just standing there. A lot of them are doing this. So if you go as a church member to be a friend with them and just say, hey, tell me about Johnny. What does he like to do? <clears throat> do you have any other kids? And you just get to know them. Uh, that's how we were able to um, get to know this one family in Gaylord who uh, got baptized. We just The church members started being friendly with the people who were there. They get to know them, show interest in them. And, and, and then instead of having just you know, one person you're giving a Bible study, you'll be able to give mom and dad and brother and sister a Bible study all together. And that, that's fantastic, right? That's kind of church growth we want to be able to see. So this year was the first year I started giving Bible studies following up with these. And, you know, when you're passing out uh, Bible study offer glow tracks or you're putting those up, it just seems like, man, it takes a lot of money for mailing and that kind of thing. But God brought all these people. They registered to us. Now I've got all their contact information. Am I just going to sit on that? No, I've got to get out there and do something with it. So it's been a huge blessing to us. It's been a big blessing to the church members because now they're giving Bible studies. They're doing it to kids who um, are a little less intimidating than maybe giving it a Bible study to an adult. So it makes it more easier, easier for them too. We give the kids who come uh, a t-shirt on the race day. This is what our staff t-shirts look like. And we have a different color for each division so that we can help differentiate which kids are there. All the kids have to wear um, helmets on um, race day. This, day. this year, we went to uh, Frontier Days here in Carson City, and they were giving away free helmets. It rained that day. There weren't a whole lot of kids, and so we went and talked to them and said, we're doing a triathlon and we need helmets. They said, well, we'll give you anything that we have left over. We <laughs> <laughs> We, we have $500 worth of helmets now for our triathlon this year. So, um, you know, God just opens doors, right? When you start walking with him and go where he wants you to go, he does all kinds of things to help prepare the way. Do you have any questions about how, the, how it works? Yes? Initially, you're going to need somebody to, to, uh, to get, get enrolled, correct? That's right. And then secondly... Do you have to have, for an example, I don't swim very well. Right. We would need a lifeguard swimmer of some sort to cover that portion. And where did you have your older swimming practice? Okay, so in, in Gaylord, there is a sportsplex there. And so um, it was kind of convenient because they have an ice rink right next to it so they could run around there um, and be cool and then go inside the pool. And so it, even on rainy days, they could run around the ice rink. In Frost, uh, it's in Stanton, about five miles from here is the church that I'm involved with now. We go to the community college that has a pool, so we rent the pool from them. Alma College heard what we were doing and they said, um, it's free. You can use our facilities. Our lifeguards will be there. They'll take care of it. The only part of this program that um, Adventist Risk Management won't cover is the swimming part because you can drown and die, right? So you, have to, you can't do it in a lake. It has to be done in an area um, where there's pool and lifeguards. So if you have a YMCA, a fitness center, or any kind of a high school, a lot of high schools these days have swimming pools that during the summertime are, are open and you can rent. Um, but we had enough money to rent the pool and pay for the t-shirts. 
every kid who goes through our races is a winner, so they all get medallions. And it's kind of cool as they you know, cross that finish line and you put the medallion over their, their, uh, um, their neck, they feel a sense of, ah, I did it, I completed it. And that's a lot of fun. Last year, I spent about $3,000 just on advertising. Um, so I had a Disney guy who made this logo for us. So um, he also did all of our posters. So we have eight health posters. And so those are all custom done. And we have a website now. It's uh, youth-triathlon.com. And all of our posters, there's two posters on there now, but we'll have them all uploaded so you can download those posters. All the health talks, there's two health talks on there now, but all the health talks will be on there. Um, our diary, I'm gonna give you a copy of the diary. So in order to qualify for the bike, the kids have to have a diary. And this is, this is a handy diary. Will you pass these out for me? This is my wife, Eugene, and our two kids. They were afraid I was only going to speak to, to, to them, so they came to support me. <laughs> so this diary is what the kids turn in in order to get their bicycles. And uh, they're required to um, swim once a week, bike three times a week, and run three times a week. Now, we only do that once um, a week with them, usually... Uh, on Sundays. This year we're doing it on Mondays in, in this community. So you can pick whatever day you want. You have to work it out with your the pool, wherever you're, you're doing that at. But they keep track of their exercise. And really, after, how long does it take them to create a habit? About six to eight weeks, right? So if they're training with us between six to eight weeks, and at, at the last day you give them a free bicycle, are they going to stop exercising after they got a free bike? Probably not, right? Um, so it's a great way to, to instill habits in these young people. Um, so not only giving them uh, the eight laws of health, but helping them be motivated to exercise. The cost of uh, the bikes were they donated? Or? So here's how the bikes work. A week before the race, I tell them they can pick out <clears throat> any bike they want. Kids six to eight years old will get $60 for a bike. And at Walmart, you can buy bikes for $59.99. We're tax exempt, so we don't have to worry about the taxes. And the older kids, um, they get $80 towards a bike of their choice. So, um, and you can get bigger size bikes for $79.99 at Walmart. So they, they don't have to pay anything for a bike, but if, they, if parents would like to upgrade the bike, they can pay the difference. So that works out great. Parents and kids are happy because they get the bike they want, right? We let Walmart know um, a couple of weeks before that we're going to be there. We've, we're expecting about, you know, 20 to 30 kids to show up who want bikes. Can you give us a nice selection of bikes? And they usually are pretty good about getting that for us. The reason I'm here, oh, good, is I want to show you um, what I've done, the resources that are available to you, because I, I learned a lot in four years. I'm still learning, but um, I want to pass on what I've learned so that we can do this. Is, this works really good in smaller communities. I think it's possible to do this in Lansing or Grand Rapids, but then you're comp competing with other big ones and you've got to have a lot bigger pockets. So if you're starting out in a small town like um, where I'm at now or in Gaylord, it's, it's perfect as long as there's a pool in that area. 
I'm going to show you a couple of websites and we had to restart this, so just be patient with me as I re-sign in. <clears throat> Here's the signmeup.com uh, site, and after you log into this, you click on your published forms, and you can see down here is where we started, 2015 in Gaylord, and it looks like we had 56 kids register. About 36 of those showed up, but but... That's pretty good for the first year, isn't it? You can see this year, um, we're still advertising this year. We have 61 in Montcalm and Goebbels and Allegan. So I'm doing two triathlons this year. Um, Gratiot County decided to take a break. And so um, the Michigan Conference said, we will we'll pay if you want to go to four other places and teach them how to do this because we think this, this can work. So, um, so I went to a couple of pastors and... and uh, I shared with them the vision, and they said, well, we want to do this, but not when it's, you know, unlock revelation time. <laughs> so um, many of them want to want to start next year when they don't have the um, evangelistic series going on. But Goebbels, Pastor Alex, decided he was going to take the challenge. And so I, I travel down to Goebbels once a week and, and help him out. And um, I'm hoping next year the Michigan Conference will do the same thing. They'll let me go. Um, and kind of mentor four other churches who want to do this. And I will, I'll walk the streets with you. I'll explain um, what we're doing to the business owners in your area to help you get started. I'll help you with your Facebook page, get that set up. And um, really the best way of advertising for us was Facebook advertising. <clears throat> yes. So we made our first year 2,500 of these brochures we had them passed out in the school, uh, local schools. Um, the teachers got a packet of 25 or however many in their class, and they gave those out. And that gave us maybe 10 or 12, but not what I was expecting. Um, we made huge posters like this. They were put inside the public schools too. And um, you know, it takes a multitude of ways for people to be able to see it to want to register. So when we did our Facebook um, advertising, we can we can advertise just to our town, right? And I advertise from uh, people who are between 18 years old and 65 because a lot of grandparents brought their grandkids. And um, so here's, here's our Montcom Facebook page. And this is how I communicated with all the parents. So I would, I would tell them, here's our kids. I think this is, this is our first year or second year. Yeah, it looks like our first year in Montcalm with their, with their brand new bicycles. And so I, um, I would tell the, the parents, go to our Facebook page, like the page. And when they like the page, what happens? They're now going to get, every time I post something, it's going to show up on their Facebook page so they can see what's going on. Um, and <clears throat> I would... So this year I told them there's 42 kids signed up so far, only eight more spaces for a free bike. So when we advertise this, we say um, the first 50 kids who sign up get a free bike. So I've got people commenting on Facebook like, is my kid going to be the one? So I just tell them um, on the first day we'll announce who, who qualifies for the free bike. But uh, <clears throat> this was the first year. That's going to be a problem because I've got 61 kids signed up. I don't know if all 61 will show up, but um, so far we've been able to give every kid who qualified a, a free bike. 
But this is what our Facebook ad looks like. I would make this post and then down here, I would push boost post. And when I boost the post, it, it shows me um, what I wanna do. And it, right here I put Carson City, Sheridan, Sydney, Stanton. Here's the, this is the most important thing you wanna do on your ad, is you wanna target exactly where it's going. And <clears throat> then you tell how many days you want the ad to go for, how much money you're gonna spend on it. And <clears throat> this year, I think I spent, I did two boosts, so I spent $150. The first year I spent um, $250 for advertising, but you know, after you've built this for two or three years and you've got kids who keep re-signing, um, the, the word spreads a little faster and you don't have to spend as much money on advertising. So after I've uh, clicked on this, I click boost post and <clears throat> I'm off in advertising. Pretty easy, yeah. Do you have, uh, is that poster that you have there, do you have exclusive rights to it or can that be used for other people? I have exclusive rights for this. Each one of these costs about $300 and I'm giving anybody who wants to do one uh, rights to use it. So all, like I said, all of our posters, our health talks um, are gonna be on the website and you can download those and print them yourself. So I don't know how long I'm gonna do that for free, but right now I would love to see um, all of Michigan having triathlons in small towns. Wouldn't that be awesome? For, for Avenus to be known for um, caring about young people and the health of our young people. Oh, here is, What's the website again? it's youth-triathlon.com. And I made that's this, this is a web page. I just made this web page yesterday, so I'm still, I'm still working on it. But um, I've, I've put, when you come to resources here at the top, well, actually, this was Health Talks. When you come to Health Talks at the, the, the top link, it'll show these documents. So you just you click on the document, and then it will download into your downloads, and then you can open it up. And uh, for resources, I've got the photo release. So if you're taking pictures of the kids, what do you have to do? Have the parents sign a photo release on registration day. And um, it's a, there's also... A, a waiver form that's included with this so that um, it, the waiver form basically just says you're not going to sue us. <laughs> um, I don't know how um, legitimate it is, but the conference gave it to me and said just have them sign this, please. Yeah. I know we came in a little bit late, but are you able to just give a summary of okay, when do you do your health talks and you, when we came in you were talking about getting Bible studies, when you offer that? Okay, so... <clears throat> I do the health talk when the, when the kids first, on the first day and of, the of the six week training. So I'll do it every day we meet for training. And um, the first thing I do is I call them all together and we'll do some stretches and a warm up and then we'll do a health talk. And the health talk's five to seven minutes, it's short, it's, it's simple. Even with the Bible story included, it's still uh, five to seven minutes because when you've got little kids, their attention span is short. So they're, they're short, they're simple, but the kids, they're interactive. So I ask a lot of questions in the health talks, and um, that way the kids aren't just 
sitting, doing nothing, they're responding. It, it's, it's a really nice, the health talks are turned out really well. Um, Do you have copies of those on your website? Yeah, the health talks. So okay. you, you go to, you can download those. Here's the diary that I just handed out to you. So you can click on that, download it. All you have to do uh, when you open up your download is you can put your county on the top. So you can edit it any way that'll work for you. And all I ask is that if you make any improvements, that you let us know so we can make improvements too. Because that's really the goal of this. I think the more people we have using this program, the better it's going to be. And so instead of Gratiot County, you can put Otsego County or you know, whatever county you're at. And then it's ready to go. You put in your dates here on the top, and um, that saves you a lot of work. Here's the posters that I have up there. Um, all the posters are done. Um, what I'm, I haven't uploaded them yet. They're big files. So you can print these up to this size, and they're, the resolution is still powerful, really good. So um, I, I didn't do it that size because it's expensive right now. But I'm having the health talks with um, PowerPoint or a little uh, uh, bullet points that will highlight some of the health talk so you don't have to memorize it. You can just kind of review some of the health talks by looking at the poster. And that way, when you're telling the story, you can kind of know where you're going with the health talk just by looking at the poster and you're not trying to fumble through some papers to read what the health talk is. Yeah, you download, yeah, you download this file. It's a PDF. Yeah. So any printers can take a PDF file and print it off. Oh, PDFs aren't, you are not editable, no. So, uh, yeah. So all the, all the posters will be here and um, right underneath are other resources. Underneath sign up, um, you'll see when, I click, when they click on this, if they come to this website, they'll go to the, right to the signmeup.com website. And this is what it looks like when, when kids want to sign up. <clears throat> so our waiver is right here. They'll have to sign the waiver when they see you too on registration day. So they'll sign a waiver, the photo release. What I do <coughs> is um, I take a picture of the kids with uh, just a regular piece of paper, write th their name on it and their parents' name on it. I take a picture with them and their parents. And um, we, we make a little name tag for them. So they're wearing their name tag. So the, the trainers are with them. Don't have to like, oh, hey, you, come here. But they can see who their names are. Um, sometimes they use those little sticky ones, but then you got to use that every single time. So I like the lanyards that you can just stick their name tag in, and then every time they come, they pick up that lanyard, and then they can use it for all six weeks. <clears throat> um, so they continue on this, and then they, they fill out all their information here. And T-shirt size, contact name, phone number, um, and it doesn't cost them anything, even though it says proceed to checkout, there's no, there's no fee for them to register. Yes? So then after you do the health talk, what do you do with them? All right. A after they do the health talk, I have them divide into 
uh, their divisions, and then their trainer will take them to swim, bike, or run. So usually they'll, um, for training when they're, when they're running, I'll have them run for 20 minutes or half an hour, and they'll just go as far as they can for that amount of time. And um, when they were doing laps around the ice rink, we just had them count. How many laps did you do in 20 minutes? And so we would write that down on their diary so they could keep track. All right, now, so next week, you, this week you got eight. Next week, let's try and get nine, right? So that's how we've been keeping track of that. Um, the same thing with biking. We just have them bike for about 20 minutes to half an hour. And so in about an hour and 15 minutes, we were done. Yeah. So are the trainers, are they just people from the church? They're just people from the church. And when the church people get uh, worn out after a couple years, I'll take parents who, are, who say, hey, we'd like to help. And so all they need is a stopwatch to kind of keep time, a whistle, um, and, and a positive spirit, giving the kids high fives and cheering them on. So it's really, it's that easy. How can they train on bikes if they don't have their bike yet? So I tell them, you know, if you don't have any bike, we'll try and help you at a garage sale, get a bike for five bucks or whatever. But most kids have a bike. They just don't have new bikes. So when they get that brand new shiny bike, whoo, that's, that's pretty exciting. So they'll get, they get to pick out their bike a week before the race. And then on the day of the race, they get their, their brand new bike. Yes. Um, this can be challenging, right? So the most important component of this is um, the swim. So if you don't have a, a swimming facility in your area, then it's going to be kind of challenging because you can't do it at a lake. Insurance won't, won't cover that. But <clears throat> once you have your swimming location, um, you can run anywhere, right? And it, with the Sportsplex, I think they, in Gaylord, they got permission to do it in their parking lot. They just, <laughs> they biked around the parking, they set up cones and they biked around the parking lot to get their biking in. I think that's a little boring. So we, we did other, um, sometimes you might have to swim at one location, tell the parents, load up the bike, we'll stop the stopwatch on the race day and the practice day. After your swim, we'll go to the next location where we'll do our bike and run, and that works too. And we'll reset the, um, we'll start the, the timing again so they can finish the race. So if you don't have a spot where you can run and bike the same place you do the swim, it's not a big deal, not a game changer. Yes? On the, um, okay, you're, you say you meet with them once a week, correct? Yes. The other two parts of the week. They do it on their own. They do it on their own. But for the example, the pool facility where they're swimming, you said you had people from your church needing whatever age group. Yes. Is it still as an age group or is it strictly on their own? And will the, will the pool typically allow them just to come in and swim for X amount of time? There's, most pools have an open swim time. So the, the kids pay $2, $3 to go in for an open swim. There's lifeguards there who can help them. And um, you know, we leave it up to the parents. This is the kid's responsibility. If they want a free bike, they'll 
they'll train for the race. Yeah. Any other questions? Good. Well, if you don't have any other questions, I can let you go early. Youth Triathlon is the Facebook. There's a, a Facebook page for that. There's uh, a Facebook page for Goebbels Triathlon. They're doing one. Um, you can call me. My, or you can email me, pastorwolf at gmail.com. My phone number is on the bottom of our, our new website. So my number is 989-858-6741. <clears throat> I don't know if you live close by, um, even within an hour, I would suggest come look at a triathlon that is currently going on so you can see what's going on. Um, and this year, there's, there's two sites. Goebbels and uh, Montcom. And then hopefully next year we'll have at least four sites going. This year Cameron is giving um, $250 to the churches who want to start. Um, so I don't know if next year he's going to do that, but there's a, you know, a little start. It'd be pretty tough. I usually start in April advertising, but um, if you talk with uh, Elder DeVazier and let him know, hey, We'd like to do this next year. Will you, uh, will you keep that same incentive of $250 to, for us to <clears throat> get started with? We got started with, with nothing, right? We didn't have any of these materials. We didn't have, uh, I called the conference. Hey, I got a great idea. Okay, sure, go do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so you can do it with nothing, uh, but to be able to have um, the resources that we've developed so far, and I'll be able to help you on the phone if next year they don't. Right now they're paying for my mileage to go out to help um, Goebbels, but I can only go to so, I'm only you know one person, so I can't go to everybody. But um, I said I could do four and then um, try and help launch this. And I'm hoping you know, Goebbels, once they learn how to do this, if they continue doing it, they will go out and help four so that it, it can spread. Wow. Well. Um, I did go to a pastor in that area and uh, to two churches in Detroit, and they want to do it next year. So um, they had the opportunity to do it this year, but they felt it was too much with Unlock Revelation. So yeah, pr probably after I'm not being recorded. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, our races start in July, go through August, and then September school starts, right? After uh, about three weeks, kids are kind of in the groove of school, and that's when I start knocking on their door, right? And I let them know, uh, hey, you guys remember me? Yeah, you're Pastor Wolf. You gave us that brand new bike. Are you still exercising? Yeah, having a good time. Thank you. Uh, you mind if I come in? I want to tell you about a couple other programs you've got going. you got some more programs? Let me know what's going on. So then I, I shared with them about Vacation Bible School. I shared with them about... Um, our Pathfinder program. And when does Pathfinder start? In September, when, when school starts. So it's a great time to kind of start letting them know about what other things your, your church has to offer. And the last thing I end with is, I've got a great Bible study. And I, I use the It Is Written Kids Bible Studies. Those are really nice. Um, <clears throat> if they don't have a Bible, I offer to give them a Bible. I tell them, now this Bible is on loan. If you will finish the, the 20 studies, it's yours to keep. But... Um, um, but I, with a kid's Bible study, I keep it no longer than half an hour. And um, 
And the first five minutes after I've, you know, done some chatting with them and getting to know them a little bit better is a Bible story. So, and I start with Genesis. You know, a lot of the kids don't know the story of Adam and Eve. So I'll, I'll go through that and then I'll start with the Bible study and I'll just do maybe a one page or two pages. I don't do the whole Bible study with them. I'll, just, I'll show them, here's how you find the books of the Bible and um, I'll go through a couple questions with them and then I'm done. And if they don't finish that lesson, I'm not, what are you doing? You didn't finish it. I, I don't get on their case. I say, oh, no problem, let's do it together. And we open the Bible and we go through. The le- I'm not in a race, right? The most important thing I'm doing with it, I'm giving a Bible study to young people is building a, a relationship, right? So I pick up at that point and we'll go. If they finish it, great, I'll give them a prize. You finished it, right? Here's a prize out of the prize box. If they didn't, and probably nine times out of 10, there'll be one kid out of 10 who is, I got it all done, give me the next one, you know? And those are, those are fun, but don't get discouraged when you come there and, you know, the kids haven't touched it. They, yeah, I mean, to get them to exercise on a habitual basis, it took you six to eight weeks, right? When you're starting a Bible study with kids who've never done Bible studies before, never, you're going to expect the same thing, right? I'm going to have to work with these kids to try and get them to make Bible study a part of their daily life. And I let them know, try not to do the Bible study all at once. If you don't know how to find, as a kid, you don't know where these books are on the Bible, I tell them, do two questions a day, Right? And then if it takes me 15 minutes to do it, um, that's because it takes a while for them to page through and try and find where's John 3.16 in the Bible. Um, but that way it's not a burden to do a Bible study. It's not a homework. It's a, all right, I'm going to do this and, and try and make it something that's a daily habit. Well, I've got about three more minutes. If you've got any more questions, um, you will see more resources on our website. Um, as the days progress. So you've got my phone number, it's on the website. The email is also on the website. And um, we want to be there to help you any way we can. It is so much fun. It's, it's like vacation Bible school on steroids because you get to tell the Bible stories, you get to exercise with them, you're out there in fresh air. How fun is it? It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we look forward to every year. Yeah. So, uh, it, one of my favorite times of the year, not just with the kids, but getting the sponsors. I'm building a relationship with the, with the owners of, of those businesses. I love that. All right, well, let me pray for you, and then we'll let you run. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you so much for each person who's come here for this training. We ask, Lord, that you will help them see the vision of this program, not just to uh, reach young people, but the whole family. And Lord, we know the devil's working hard to attack our young people. So Lord, I pray that you will give us the, the energy, the zeal, tenacity to partner with the Holy Spirit and, and reach our young people where they're at and not be afraid to help us, Lord, with the power of the Holy Spirit to go boldly to our young people and, and give them Bible studies and share with them what a friend they can have in Jesus. In his name we pray, amen. This media was brought to you by Audioverse a website dedicated to spreading God's Word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.